Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat Mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. to a brand episode of FGCs. I'm Michael. And I'm Anthony. And we're welcoming our, ourselves back from a long stint, thanks to COVID-19. Yes, the COVID Cup 2020 <laughs> is finally letting up. <laughs> we have finally gotten into top eight, and we might be able to beat this thing. But hopefully. Jesus, this has been such a long way. The last episode was like all the way in February. I don't remember what February was like. It's been that long. Man... We were optimistic. We yeah. still had smiles on we our had faces, hope. <laughs> bells on our heels, hopes and ready dreams. for the months ahead. Saying twenty twenty is my year. Man, everybody said that. And then twenty twenty was twenty twenty happened. It was like nah, fam. And now for years to come, when someone says, "Hey, I don't have twenty twenty vision," <laughs> we're all gonna collectively flinch. Yeah. That PTSD gonna come in immediately, right? We're gonna we're gonna look at our houses and just be like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't I don't, don't want to see these walls anymore. These walls have seen me too much. God, Ugh. more than that, like the FGC has been pretty crunchy. Yeah, it's been it's it's been one of those type gross. Of, it's been a situation where since there's been a lack of people to people interactions there's been way more online activity and thus people have been acting out of their fucking body oh i shouldn't curse that much i have to edit that out anyway but they bleep it are we doing bleeps no yo we no, doing we, bleeps no, we're not doing i'm not gonna bleep all this stuff i'm bleeping that weak <laughs> look editing this is not easy okay well, i'm not saying it is but i thought we had bleeps in here man. that's a lot of work man no bleeps <sighs> You supposed to got that um sound machine. Where is it? Huh. That was the thing, wasn't it? It sure was. I mean, I could download one. Not now. Fine. Huh. So what have you been playing for fighting games? Have you been playing? Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> Cause me and Street Fighter Online have not been getting along. Woof. Yeah. So I, I went to Dragon Ball Fighters since UI Goku dropped. And I was like, wow, he's pretty fun. Yeah, the Street Fighter patch that supposedly fixed the um, online. The last time I played it was like months ago because I was like, oh, let me let me try and see if the online is better. Man, that was terrible decision. Worst decision ever. Never again. I haven't played Street Fighter probably in three months. Yeah. The only time I played it is when um I get invited by some people. Usually on Wednesdays, much like this one, where certain members of the Chicago community are like, hey, I'm hosting a Wednesday night fight. You want to fight? And I'll be like, sure. And then we all collectively agree that these connections are ass. Yeah. And we're in the same city. <laughs> like these 
connections are held together by tweed. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I've had more success on Dragon Ball Online, which, as we all know, is delay-based and god-awful, but I have had more smoother connections on that than Street Fighter. Yikes. The one with the rollback neck hug. Yes. Now, mind you, love Street Fighter. Yeah. I will probably... We will probably play that after this. Probably. I do if I'm... only so Michael can play it in an offline setting and I can do the same. Because <laughs> it's been so long since I've actually played it. But I have been playing a lot of Dragon Ball, falling in love with it again, and finally not regretting the purchase. That's good. I even got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I think I will buy those anime music packs because they were on sale for cheap and I, I was not going to pay $15 a pack. That's insane. That's a, that's ridiculous. Um, I've been playing um, Killer Instinct probably the most over that couple of weeks. A little jealous. It's, like, that's it's been, actually amazing. That's been like the only fight I've actually been playing because probably because the online is good and I'm not going to actually play people so I actually can get better at the game. Cause it's hard trying to get better at fight game if you only play it online, if, especially the online is terrible. Like that game has made me strongly consider purchasing a PC. I mean, that'd be a good op- option because then you can play other games too. Yeah, like I, I am abandoning the Xbox One thing because I'm not paying more than a hundred for it. Yeah, but even if I do, it's like a bad investment at this point. Yeah, unless you're gonna like really buy old games and stuff and backwards which, compatibility. Which I'm stuff. not. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. That's what that's what sold me on it. Cause I still got games I want to play, like kill it, like KOF thirteen. I wish they would pass that game with um rollback net code. If they ever did that, God, I'll go back to that game forever. I will never see me again in any other fighting game. Yeah, uh, see, I feel like that, but with KOF fourteen, not that I think KOF fourteen is the better game, but I don't see them putting it back on PS four. Yeah, <sighs> they need to do it. Just hire Code Mystics. Just say, hey, just do it, man. They've been doing all those other games. Why not that one, too? Yeah, man. They can do it. They got this. Just plug it in. But we forgot a really important thing. What? Name what? that frame data. Woo! Oh, shit. Sorry. I mean, oh, crap. <laughs> Shit's okay, because that's PG-13 now. You'll take shit on PG-13 thing. So then how come that... Frick word. That's different. That's that's higher level cursing. Frick. <laughs> Alright, so today on What's That Frame Data, I'm gonna ask you Jago's wind kick, the medium one, is it plus or minus on block? Ah <laughs> This feels like an open book test because if I watch the documentary I should know this. <laughs> what did they change? They changed his momentum. I'm gonna say minus. Correct. The wind kick, the medium wind kick, is negative on block. Good job. All right. I remembered. You did. That's one of your easy ones. I'm like, you, we just watched that. I just had to remember it. That's all. All. all right. So let's talk about some charity news because that's like the most important thing going on right now. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, because charity streams are happening all over the place, man. Yeah, because right now we're in the midst of probably one of the greatest civil rights movements since the 50s and 60s, I would say. Which wasn't that long ago, by the way. It wasn't, actually. Wow. In the grand scheme of our existence, this has not been that long ago. 
There are people who are still alive to tell the tales. Yeah. Like my mom. So, you know, before people tell you to get over it, go ask your grandmother if she's over it yet. Yeah. She probably has vivid vivid um, depictions of what happened back then. Let's see. Some notable ones. Um, Amanda Stevens. Uh, she's a correspondent and commentator in the FGC. She hosted the Transitional Combat, which was the the charity thing for Street Fighter Five that was going towards trans life. They actually raised twelve K. That's Ooh. a lot of money. So congrats. Crowdfunding? Yeah, man, that's amazing. Man, it was a small little tournament too. They made made that much money. Like yeah, we we been knew that when the FGC wants to crowdfund, they put their money where their mouth They really are. do. And there have been other Black Lives Matter like um, streams and stuff, too. I think, uh, what was it? The Reddit page for Street Fighter did one, too. I think it yep. was a pretty decent amount. I think it was like $6,000 raised. Somewhere around there. They may acquire other ones, too, but that was just one I remember. Off the top the FGC that. will pour money into what they believe in, and I think that's great. Yeah. That is one of the better facets of the FGC. Yeah, that's the good news. Um, so let's yeah, let's get all warm and fuzzy because yeah. uh, the rest of this isn't all that great. Um, let's talk about Sonic Fox in a in a more less than um bad light. <laughs> oh wait, that NPC that's in Skullgirls, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I heard about him. He's an NPC in Skullgirls, and nobody likes it. <laughs> Despite the fact that the game is only about 700 strong on on Steam, where the patch is, thousands of people hate the idea. Yikes. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, Mr. Sonic Fox themselves went on stream to talk about um, Mortal Kombat 11, and he was, doing his own, he was doing a tier list for it. They said that, I think somebody had giving them a type of suggestion for one of the characters or whatnot, and they were like, I'll listen to any of you guys. You guys are like, 99% of you guys are stuck in this game anyway. This caused quite a stir in the NRS community. As, as it often does. And everybody, well, a lot of people were upset, but a lot of people understood what he meant because he was saying the more people who are more competitive at the game are trash because they do whine, complain about stuff and don't lab characters as I don't think they do it as um, intensely as they should. Like they're not for some reason the interaction means not don't lap things out enough. Look, they let Sonic Fox get far in a tournament with Collector. Yeah, because nobody fought against Collector. Probably people are over here thinking is Collector one of the best characters in the game because Sonic Fox picked them. He does it all the time. Every game he picks a character nobody really plays or is under like appreciated or just not really lab that much. And does very well. So, doesn't surprise me that he feels this way. Mm-hmm. This one some feathers, though. Like, a lot of people who are, like, really big names, like, oh, he's just being an asshole, and they don't know what they're talking about. Specifically, his rival, um, Ooh. Perfect Legend didn't like that at all. Perfect Legend felt like he was being disrespectful to the entire community and the people that came before him that were good at the game, too. Oh. So what are your thoughts, Anthony? Since you play more Kombat 11 Prime way more than I have. Oh, they hurt their widow feelings. <laughs> yes, their feelings were hurt. Well, you know, I'm a filthy Jade player. Um, Jade's not that, like, hated. People hate Jade. 
I, prom- I feel like everybody hates everybody in the game. Like, like pe- uh, the people who hate Jade hate zoning, and I get okay. it, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, boomerangs go burr. <laughs> so that's you that. Know, you know what's funny? MK's the only game I actually play zoners in. So I noticed, like, when I played MKX, I was playing um, Tanya, and I played her variant that was more suitable for, like, zoning. And when I played, um, what's his face? Um, Blind Kenshi. Huh. Interesting. Look, Glaives, Boomerangs, whatever you want to call them, they go burr. They go burr. <laughs> oh, you want to counter zone me? Uh, ha. I just went purple. <laughs> I just went purple. You are terrible. Hey. My one percentage is speak for themselves. But yeah, you think that that they whine more than actually do like yes. lab characters? Yes. Not even a question. Yikes. Um I can go on any given day, any given week, and see something about how the high low mix up on Sonya is unfair. How Kodal Khan having that having an unblockable unblockable is unfair. How Joker's damage and mix up is unfair. How how it's unfair that Spawn can do this, how Devora can do that, how this is unfair, how that's unfair. Why can Setion keep you out so good? Why did her projectiles do so much shit damage? How come Sub-Zero's slide is so good? How come Gears <laughs> has so many crushing blows? Why can he do so much damage? Oh my god. And it just goes on. That was a long list already. It just goes on. <laughs> And it's not always pros. I'll say that. It's not always pros. Okay? Okay. But some of the pros do be out here just kind of like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why can Scarlet keep me out so good? <laughs> you are so rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. But, like, y'all, what? I'll, I'll say this. Mortal Kombat has interesting design choices. Like, the fact that projectiles don't clash is something that is bizarre to me still. It's very bizarre to me as well, but that's just their thing. It is their thing. And you know what? The the size of the screen sometimes could be a little baffling to me, too. But I feel like you just kind of get used to these things if you want to play the game, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be here like Baraka gets too much easy damage. All right. <laughs> Why does Baraka get so much easy damage? What setup does he do that makes his damage so easy? Especially in MK11, where characters only got, like, two or three good combos. Yeah. Like, this is not a combo-heavy game. You see one Baraka, you've seen them all. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to do that little two-hit kick, get the crushing blow, do that little whoop-the-wazzle, and they're going to figure out the point where you're going to... It's, it's like... Not the whoop-the-wazzle. Some people... Are, it's just formulaic, man. It's It's fine. Like... Everybody, I feel like Mortal Kombat is a game where the way that you differentiate yourself is how well you know your footsies. Mm. It's not going to be the combos you do. It really isn't. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, my Jade would not go far if you know how Jade works. Because <laughs> all I'm going to do is I'm going to spam that, that low-hitting projectile for a bit. And once I get you blocking low, I'm going to do that little thing where it's overhead. And I'm going to do my combo. And it's going to be great. We'll get some nice damage and whatever. <laughs> By now, you know what Jade does. By now, you know what characters do. You know the Jade game plan? 
you know what most characters, especially the popular ones. The only character that I understand people having a hard time with is Jackie. And that's because the way that they let her just do whatever she wants is kind of dumb. But other than that, I mean, this reparations, that's all. Like, Sub-Zero, you know the slot is low. Block low. <laughs> it's always been low. Not to mention, if the person, if you know you're against an opponent that is like, doing slides in neutral just adjust man it's not hard to make adjustments in these games because i mean you're not that original doing half the stuff yeah you're not look like the gear stuff you know what gears is gonna do gears is gonna grab you all around and then he's uh, all of a sudden gonna do two one into amplify grab into three into amplify grab it's gonna be the same thing all over again that's yeah. the thing I don't understand about this game. People are mad at things that they are they have seen since this game's inception. Some things have not changed. Gears, as much as he's been changed, doesn't change. <laughs> okay? Even Spawn. You know what Spawn does by now. At least you should. So it's like, yeah. Just lab these characters out there. I mean, some of them are more complex than others, but this, I don't think, is that complex of a game. When it comes down to learning what characters can do, especially since they give you so much information and in training, they give you hit advantage, block advantage, startup frames, yeah, and all that stuff. They give you frame data, and that's all you need to know. I get it. Games now are all frame data centric, but I personally feel like games have always been that way. We just never had the frame data. We never had the information in front of us. I promise you, if we had this kind of information back when I don't know. Alpha 3 was a thing. We'd be talking about frames and stuff like that in there. It's just that they had other ways of dealing with it, like alpha counters. And the way they deal with it in this game is breakaway, which is now a little bit less useful now that everybody has an armor break. Well, everybody's armor break move isn't good, though. Oh, no. Some of them are terrible. Like Sonya's, you might as well just not do it. Just, <laughs> just get your uppercut. Just not do it. Or who else has a terrible one? Um, Johnny Cage. This is awful. We nerfed him to hell anyway. <sighs> R.I.P. Johnny Cage players. So safe to say that Sonic Fox is pretty much round the money with what he said. And he had really good valid reasons why. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, did he say it in a really inflammatory way? Yeah. But what doesn't he say in an inflammatory way? Y'all know him by now. He's a troll. And he's yeah. gay. I'm, I'm sorry. They're gay. I mean... In the grand scheme of things, saying that the NRS community is sucks at a game is not that big of a deal. It's not. <laughs> like, Prove them wrong. Let's just be honest. Like that. If you feel some type of way about the way Sonic Fox spoke about them, then prove them wrong. Just, just fight them. Pick up the sticks and prove them wrong. Fight them in a the first to ten. Right. They love that. <laughs> they thrive off that. Honestly, y'all out here letting a Skullgirls player tell y'all how to play y'all Mortal Kombat game. Yikes! Actually, he's a DOA player first. See. See, come on. <laughs> well, that's where he really started. What are y'all doing? DOA? Which right now, DOA community is in shambles. Because they still playing, paying a dollar for hairstyles. Even, I mean, outside of that, the game itself just got really just trash. Yeah, the new, because the, the online sucks. That online has sucked since like five. Yeah. Then they kept making like changes to the uh, gameplay, so it just got worse. Like you have to use meter to sidestep. Come on now. What? Yes. 
said to myself, no, I'm good. You have to pay meter yes. to sidestep yes. in a 3D game. In a 3D game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Imagine Ooh. that. Imagine if Tekken 7 said you could only sidestep in rage. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all 2D forever. Oh. This reminds me of the change when Soul Calibur went to using meters to do a uh, guard crush or guard impact. Everyone disliked that. That was a bad change. That and was they, terrible. And they, and they went back on it. They, they fixed it, and now this game is incredible. So let's hope that they fix it in DOA 7 if, if that game happens. If it ever happens. All right, let's move on to our next topic, which is so Grand Blue Fantasy. This has now become the neutral fighting game for the FGC. No matter what scene you're from, you should be able to play this game if you have pretty good knowledge of fighting games. Yes. So they wanted to print the different factions of the FGC, you know, different type of players, wanted to see who was the best at fighting games in general, and they just found this game to be the most neutral one. And yeah, the Capcom people went against the Arxis people or the anime crowd, and they got washed. It was terrible. So now people are saying, are the anime community the best fighting game players in the community as a whole? That's been the I question. I will say this. I respect anime game players because comparatively, they have a lot to manage. Yeah. When you think of, let's take the de facto game, Street Fighter. In Street Fighter, you deal with plus frames, minus frames, fireball game, um, air to airs. Uh, the the V reversals, your V gauge, your meter, EX moves, stuff like that. Okay, but yeah. you don't deal with a whole lot like air movement. You yep. don't deal with things like just frames or bursts or just. I feel like anime games are just well, for lack of a better phrasing, they they're built different. <laughs> yeah, they are built with a more uh, uh, a big approach to like complexity. Let's take Guilty Gear Zerd. Oh God! Which is actually an easier Guilty Gear than yeah. like um, Action Core Plus R, <laughs> the de facto greatest Guilty Gear ever. Let's see. They have Roman canceling. They have burst. They have like that blitz thing that people hardly use. Yeah, which is like a focus attack, pretty much. Air dashing, double jumps, um, the Gatling system, dead angle. De- <sighs> Dead angle. I still don't get dead angles. Yeah, me neither. I'm still like not quite there yet with those. Of course, the complex combo structures because of things like the you know variable hit stun. Not to mention individual character complexity too. Yes, but they don't individual things they can actually do. Okazeme. Ah, yes. Yes, Okazeme and anime games. I firmly believe matter more than other games. Oh, definitely. Because you could do a lot of just filthy things in some of these games. I mean, it's made to be that way. I mean, let's take something a little easier. Let's take BB Tag, Okazebe. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that game's got assists, um, push blocking. Of course, you got the different what you got the cross change, cross combos, just all sorts of just goofy stuff. In a Street Fighter, you really don't have to deal with things like getting comboed from zero to death. Yeah. In BB Tag, one wrong move, you can kill both the characters in a single combo. At least in Street Fighter, you can kind of like mitigate that by proper defense. But if you get caught in some of these games, you're just done. Yeah. 
Now, whether or not that's good or bad design, that's up to you to decide. But, yeah. That, ooh, man, I see so many videos of people getting caught in a happy birthday, and it's just, yeah. it, and that's it. You could just see it. It's like, no, that's it for them. One thing I've noticed is that the anime players and, like, the Marvel players are similar, but I still think that the anime players have a lot more to deal with in terms of, like, complexity of combat. Yeah, because Marvel players at least got, now they've gotten into, like, air dashes and stuff like that. But I would say that a game like Marvel, I'll, I'll even say Marvel Infinite, a game like Marvel Infinite is less complex than, say, the latest Blaze Blue game. Yeah, that that cool god. Y'all got this. <laughs> Even a simpler game like Dragon Ball Fighters, I think is a little more complex than Marvel 3. Really? I would say yeah. Because Marvel 3 has a lot going for it, yeah. It has the push blocking, it has the mobility, it has all sorts of ways for you to get like your zero to death combos, it has its infinites and stuff like that. I don't want to say that much more complex though. Dragon Ball Fighters has its own set of complexities. Like it's it's a pretty simple game at its core, but as the game has developed, it has gotten a little deeper. Like it has its own guard canceling. Um of course Super Dash is always gonna be a thing yeah. that just says screw neutral. <laughs> And now they have that new system with the assist, too. Ah, yes. Now they have multiple assists, where the C assist kind of covers what characters don't have, which is an easy way to get combo extensions. Like, characters that are not great, like I, like a hit. I would put hit in the team because his C assist is that good. Mm. Huh. Um, I'm starting to think that like I, used to, I used to always like, oh, anime players are like their own thing. Like they only can play anime games, and that's just not true. <laughs> and now seeing it happen in front of my face, it's like, wow, this is this is this is interesting. Yeah, man, we that's always been a thing. Like people like Kazunoko and Dogura, yeah, they came from the anime scene to play games like Street Fighter. They do pretty well. They do. To be able to play multiple games like that is already itself a talent that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people who play Street Fighter just aren't good at other fighting games. Yeah. Or people who play NRS games aren't good at other fighting games, too. Like, we've seen people <laughs> like Perfect Legend try to play uh, Dragon Ball Fire Zing. It hasn't done very well. <laughs> or people who are good at uh, Killer Instinct aren't good at other fighting games, too. But and I think that, it happens like that. It, I uh, mean, sometimes you get used to a certain set of rules, and other rules just seem really foreign to you. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's not. Or people who play like Tekken aren't good at anything else but Tekken. Yeah, I've mean, seen a lot of that. It's a specialist game, you know. Some games like Tekken take a lot of work and take a lot of focus, so moving on to other games can be difficult. Yeah, it's certainly not a bad thing, but it's hard to argue that anime anime game players are a little bit more flexible. Yeah, I think they have to be because every anime game is usually very different than the other one. Oh yeah, I mean you get some things you can take with you from other, from game to game, but not a whole lot. Like I do not expect to be able to say I am a great Guilty Gear player, and then I can just go to like uh, Under Night and Birth, right? Under Night and Birth, and do well. Those rules are different. Those, those are very different games. 
So, but yeah, I think there's some validity to it, and the fact that they actually did it was actually nice too, because they got everybody to see like, because people put such a high, they put Street Fighter such a high pedestal of a fighting game pedigree to where they like that's the, the pinnacle of fighting games, which it really isn't. Like yeah, we it's see the, that it's the basis of fighting games. Like it's right, it's the grandfather of fighting games. Yeah, it's the fighting game that let fighting games flourish into what they are today. But it doesn't necessarily give you tools to play every fighting game. I think at least no, no. Yeah. Like you are not about to go into that and then play some crazy game like Melty Blood. Oh God, Melty you Blood. just aren't doing it. We need Melty Blood to be remastered and put on PS4. I'm tired of this. I want it. Please. Please just do it. They have the We're money willing now. to give you money. Yeah, I'll definitely buy it. Like I think twenty bucks would be a good price for it. I'd pay that. So I can play that game again. I haven't played it in so long. Alright. Let's talk about So since COVID hit, we've had Oh dear. A lack of interactions. Decorum? No, 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 we're not talking about that topic. That's going to be last. Because that's a multi-layer one. Gotcha. So I'm going to talk about the online scene has become the new offline scene for most like for most communities and just involving like tournaments and stuff. Oh, we're going there. Yeah. Notably, Capcom Cup has decided, you know, we're going to do all our stuff online to varying, varying degrees of success. <laughs> Which will lead straight into Evo Online coming up this year. Shout out to F Word and Tyrant having to commentate that like nothing was wrong. Oh god, that was not F Word. That was pay- that was painful. That was an F Word. Man, I get them mixed up a lot. That was um, what's his name? Yammers. I think it was Yammers. Yeah, I keep getting them mixed up. I feel bad, but yeah, shout out to those two for having to watch that and act like nothing was wrong. Yeah, no one. Because my goodness. The lag, the drops, the teleporting. If you want to know how it really went down, go look at Angry Birds Twitter. Because he was quite vocal. Of course. I mean, this is his livelihood. He has to be vocal. Man, and I believe he was playing on the PC version of uh, Street Fighter as well. Yep. Because he's made it quite clear that's where he wants to be. But I don't know, this online scene, I mean, I know it's the only thing we have right now, but it's not looking good, though. Like, it's looking really bad. Like, a lot of these delay-based netcode and really poorly implemented rollback games just don't perform when online. And you got these tournaments with money on the line, and you have so much, like... Remember when people were arguing about how netcode doesn't matter? Man, remember that whole crowd last year, especially? Remember how people argued with Sajam when he said oh, you gosh. should be demanding more of your fighting games? And people were like, fighting games are fine. What's the problem? Online doesn't matter. Man. I remember. I remember too. I watched those episodes. He was the champion for Rollback Netcode. Post that aged poorly. <laughs> like, man. Now we're at a point where we have to only rely on online, and a lot of it's garbage. Like, I would say 8% of the fighting games right now out have garbage netcode. Hey, man, what y'all doing online? Playing Tekken? Oh, God, Tekken. In that online environment? Speaking of that, remember Harada had the audacity to talk about some, he had rollback in his game? Boy, if you don't get shot. 
there's no rollback in Tekken Seven. Like, there's just not. There's Which is no, trash. Like, I can't believe he had the audacity to say. I think it may have been like a translation error or something, or a breakdown. Like we, we just can't put it in. Can't do it. Can't do. It. All right, Harada. It wouldn't fix it anyway. <laughs> what? What? Did y'all playing Under Night and Birth Online? Y'all need to put that in there. I'm glad y'all playing that slideshow. <laughs> not slideshow. Speaking oh. of Online and Birth, I remember um like a while ago, I think the battle director for Online and Birth was playing Skullgirls Online, and he's like, "Oh, we need to put we need to put this rollback in our game." Yeah, because it's good. Please, Jesus! Ooh, if they put rollback in Online and Birth, it's a wrap. I'm playing the game exclusively, probably. Why not, man? Like at least it'll work. It's a great game, but it's terrible online. I can't play it online. It's impossible. Man, what about that Soul Calibur Six? What about that Samurai Showdown? Okay, that's unplayable. It really that's is. I can't. I can't. That's why the online for it is dead. Most SNK games that don't have the roll, you either have rollback on the old games or the newer games are just unplayable. Yeah, I can play Soul Calibur online a little bit. Like I can forgive it, but no, nah, I, can't, I can't play the other. I stuff. think the last time I tried to play an SNK game online in earnest was KOF thirteen. And when I tell you, it took a clean 30 seconds just for the intro to come through. Yikes. That was ass. I don't know who at SNK was like, you know what? This netcode is fine. It's it's great. People are going to play it and they're going to be like, wow, I'm glad I played this online. No. And then you play it. And yeah. then it's terrible. It's pretty awful. Like, it's unbearably awful. Right, like, I rage quit that game. I was like, I'm not playing three rounds of this. Yeah. You can have the points, man. This is so bad because KOF 13 and 14 are both really good fighting games. Like, they're just so, uh Since the community so small, it's hard to get matches anyway. Because if you go to locals, a lot of people play KOF in locals. I think I was reading a tweet the other day. Somebody was talking about how, like, why people don't play KOF. And one of the things he said was it has really strict timing for inputs and very strict timing for cancels, unlike Street Fighter does. Yeah, Street Fighter is pretty lax with yeah. their cancels. KOF is very tight. Like, you got to be right in the frame for it to work. Which I'm not the most sure about. I haven't had that issue. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe my execution is actually pretty decent. Hard to tell. Yeah, but well, it might, might really... be the character too. Some characters are a little bit easier to use in heart than other ones. I think Yori has a pretty decent like window. Oh it, yeah, I mean it's Yori. Yeah, that's great. I mean he's just like the show of the game. So I mean, yeah, he's not. He's not. He's, like, he's not a show though, because the show was uh, what's his face? Uh, Rio. Rio. Rio and Robert are the show But I actually want to play KO. I want to play um SNK versus Capcom now. I won't lie to you. <laughs> If they come out and say that Maximum Impact has rollback, go away. I will go play home. the hell All right. out of it. We need, to, we need to cut this short. I you, just you want Maximum it. Impact. You ruined it. I'm sorry. It. What's wrong with you Maximum Impact? The game is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, you talk about the game is so bad. Look, okay. All right. It has is it a, entertaining? Yes. It has a little jank to it. A, l- a, l- a little? It's like I said, we have a little bit of racism going on right now. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you segueing? No. 
Not yet. Okay, because I'm just making sure. Because I, I, you got to prepare me for that. Don't. Well, you will know when we go into that that topic. I'm just saying, man. Maximum Impact is it's fun. Okay, it is fun. I still own the game, but this doesn't make it any less jank. <laughs> a little jank never hurt anyone. It's beyond little though. MK11 is a little jank. That game is like full on like garbage like it is complete fighting game tra- wow it is the equivalent of eating mcdonald's every day what <laughs> that's what the game is wow does it taste good most of the time is it good for you hell no is it cheap yes <laughs> i mean <laughs> when you're right you're right like i own the game i played the game for like at least a good two years like i was legit playing the game for real for real the game is so it's it's oh my god, like all the ideas start once I got Theo, it was a wrap, cause she busted. Then my busted character, she's probably one of those busted characters in that whole game. Look, I just like the game, okay. I mean, you can like it, but it don't need rollback that code though. <laughs> we can prioritize that for other games. Damn, okay. I'm scared to see this Capcom Cup how's it gonna end. Poorly, <laughs> it would lag. Poorly. We're gonna have regional champions. We have to. You can't have somebody from America play somebody from overseas with this deco. Are you crazy? Hopefully, COVID will have calmed down by then, and we can <sighs> meet in places. Have all the regional champions come into one place. That would make sense. Well, we have one pl- a place where, like at least fifty people can be at. Maybe some Brazilians or other South Americans can play. Yeah, that would make sense. Hopefully, they could do that. Maybe since you know they can't play on the online tournaments. Damn, you're right. You was right. Yikes. <laughs> what do you think about Evo, though? You think it's going to be... Evo, I thought, was going to be a complete trash fire until they did what they did and said, hey, Let's... these four games with good netcode, we're, we're going to play We're going to roll with them. <laughs> um, They pretty much said, hey, big head to MK11. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> they just came crawling back. Um, them's fighting herds. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. That's gonna be hilarious. Ah, uh, what come, else is there? We've come full circle with that one because remember they was gonna have um, what was the game? Fight this magic at um Evo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've come back full circle. Skullgirls. It's whatever to me. Mixed. But Mixed. what I'm most excited to see, is KOF. You mean Ki? I sure do mean KI. <laughs> you said KOF. Wow. Like, KOF is not going to be there. You're right. Let's have a trailer for them or something. But KI, Killer Instinct. I oh, want to see it. Me too. Part of me wishes Max would end it, but I know he's not. He's not. Which is fine. I hope he would at least commentate. That would be good if he did commentate. But either way, I do like seeing high level KI play. Yes, it's really exciting. Even if it's mostly Arbiter. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, if it's not Arbiter, it's Arya. Oh, uh, yes. Miss, I got what, three life bars. That's The trash. whole cast looking at her like, wow, Arya, why did the developers let you have three life bars? <laughs> Ultra Tech go burr. Ultra Tech go You know what I forgot about? What? That Capcom announcement for Street Fighter Five. Oh, the five new characters? Yeah, I wonder if they're going to announce any of them at um, Evo. They should. 
Why not announce all five of them? Just they might as well. Then just let us buy them. Just give us a JPEG of each one. Right. We know we know who they're gonna be already. Just probably. It. Probably. Look. Just, they say they have announcements to make that whole weekend, so Look, who okay, right now. Who are the five you think are gonna be in there? Um, Rose probably. Um, Sea Viper. Um, that that old man who was it, Ori? Oro. Oro. Um still not making that game. Um I think it's the last person. You said five. I named three. I'm missing two characters. I think part of me doesn't care, so I'm trying to like care now. So I'm trying to figure out who else I want in the game. No, 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 not who you want. Oh, who, who I you think, think is gonna be there. Um, maybe DiCaprio because her her sprite's already made. It's already there. It's already in the game. So I, I would I, I wouldn't put it past him. Just throw it in finally. Um, so that's four. Who else? Um, I'm gonna. As much as okay, I'm gonna say Sean because I want him in the game. All right, his price already done anyway. So our lists are gonna be a little similar. So of course the Capra, she's already there. She's already she's made in the game. Oro, mm-hmm. Relento. Oh, I know, I know, oh. I know you hate him, oh. but I've, I've seen I've seen all these different like leaks and things. And that doesn't sound too far off. Please, no relentless. Because at least they have a base. Let's face it, this this is here only because of the COVID situation. I firmly believe that. Oh, definitely. So I'm thinking the characters who have a base. So that also means I think Elena might come back. Oh. I know. Oh. I know. Oh. I know. Oh. It hurts. Oh, the d- it's painful. Oh no. It sucks. She you know I used to love Elena until Free Fire Four K bro. Like now, this is my wild pick because I think it's gonna be a new character. This is gonna sound weird. I firmly believe that one of two characters is gonna happen: either Rashid's assistant, oh, Azam, yes, that'd be dope, or that gorilla thing rolling with Ed and Neo oh, Shadowloo. Oh, that makes sense because that would just yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. One of those two are happening. I would oh. love a zombie, and he already got he got a whole character's priority made. Yep, might as well just put some moves on him, make him a whole wind oh, rapper or something. Oh, I don't know which worse worse between Elena and Alonso. Both of them I hated in the last game they were in. I can say Elena's worse. Oh, that's my Annoying. bias because I kind of like Alonso in four. Oh, I just run my mood. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a pretty good time to have to get the the bad vibes in because of what we're about to be talking about soon. I mean, you did mention a black woman. I was talking about racism, man. Uh, that's not the greatest segue we've done. <laughs> All right. So aside from just online tournament and stuff happening in quarantine, a lot of people in FUC have been coming out and being complete trash fires, like just being complete racist, bigoted, garbage humans. For some strange reason, 
we don't know if it's because of COVID that's bringing it out or just this is who we've always been and now we just continue to, you know, front face value. Who knows? So the first one that happened was the low tier god versus Sarah Blast situation, which was so asinine. Now we all know the low tier god is he's low tier god. Yeah. I was gonna do the thing, but I don't want to. No, please don't. Don't 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 even do it. Alright. But you yeah. deserve that. Low tier guy has always been problematic. Yes. And at this point we've all just kind of brushed up and said, ha ha. Look at Dalawan Sparrow just be <laughs> Dalawan Sparrow. Man, that's such a cool character he plays. Yeah, that's just that's just the character. But mind you, this man goes on and just says old school racist language. Like, how often are you gonna be called a spook by somebody? Not a spook. Yes. Yes. Yes for spook. Like, yeah. We all kind of thought he was a meme because he does weird things like pee in bottles and that stuff. That is so gross. Or suck the grease out of chicken so he can justify eating it. People who pee in bottles and keep somebody in bed is called gross people. And that, you know, a lot of people actually do that. You? <laughs> like, people are like, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I'm like, you are disgusting. Take your goofy ass to the bathroom. It can't be that far. It can't be. I don't care. I don't even care how far it is. The only justification for that I can think of is somebody who's maybe disabled or has a hard time walking. I'll give them a bit of that say, hey, yeah, maybe you could pee in a bottle. But the rest of you able body Negroes, get up and go to but go to the bathroom. Yeah. Ugh. So low tier guy was talking about Sarah Blast because, you know, Sarah Blast is doing what Sarah Blast does. Pretty much trolling when they were playing and... three five five. I won't quote him because it's Please pretty don't. it's pretty harsh language, but he he came out his body with some heavy transphobic stuff. Yeah, Sarah Blast understandably was not okay with that and decided to put Low Tier God on blast. Yep, as he sh- as they should have. However, Low Tier God's brigade, the the bands, they they uncovered a couple of instances of Sarah Blast saying the N word. Yep. And whoo hoo it was like watching a landslide. You first saw a couple rocks come down, and Sarah Blast was like, Hey, I grew up around black people in New York and and they said it, so I thought it was cool if I said it. And that was one of the first rocks that came down, and then the, the whole landslide happened yeah. when they came out and said well, maybe if black culture hadn't made me say it, then I wouldn't say it. Black culture needs to tell me not to say it if it's, they don't want me to say it. It's their fault. That I it's said black it. culture's fault because they didn't make it. They made it so it's okay for me to say it. And that was just not the thing to oh, say. Oh, wow. That was a lot to take in. So shortly after, uh, they lost all their sponsorships. Yep. Right, rightfully so and they were banned from several tournaments both Sarah Blast and Low Tier God and banned from Capcom Cup indefinitely now of course this hurt Sarah Blast a lot Yep. this somehow helped Low Tier God a lot more well he doesn't really travel to tournaments that often so it's not a big deal for him not to be able to go to tournaments like I saw the donation pools that were happening for him and wow 
Yeah. That's so gross. In short, nobody learned anything. <laughs> because Sarah Blast just quietly came back, talked about League of Legends, and it was as if nothing happened. People are still interacting with them like everything is normal, I guess. And, you know, I don't want to make it seem like they should always be like a social pariah, but I see no evidence that anything has changed, personally. I don't think anything has. And everybody's just kind of cool with it. So that's where things are with that. And who knew that this would just be the precursor for things Man. to come? You thought it was just an isolated incident. Like, oh, it's just one off. It's no big deal. No, because uh, a while after, I won't say soon after because it wasn't that soon. Uh, Mike Z. If you don't know who after, it is. Mike Z. Mike Zelmont. Zelmont, whatever. Um, the lead designer of Skullgirls, you know, the little indie game that everybody seems to like. The underdog fighting game. Yeah. That is always advertised and stuff. The one with the, the, with the furry in it. Yep. Um, furry in it. Shortly after the George Floyd murder and the movement of I can't breathe. You know, you know what those words mean. Yep. Mike here in a stream with the purple Sharpie decided to kind of make a joke likening corner pressure to smothering and saying you could probably you could say I can't breathe. Now, there was a long uncomfortable pause Very afterwards. Pause. And Twitter was not happy. Nope. Not a little bit. Mike Z put out an apology. A sketchy one. Take that for what you will. I'm taking it as garbage. You can keep it. And what bothered me more was how the purple Sharpie, a black woman, was so unwilling to speak out about this issue. Now, I found that to be disappointing because the reasoning was Apparently doing so and all this makes the Skullgirls community look bad, which I thought was absurd because who gives a f- who cares right now <laughs> about that? That's like the least important thing at the moment. And that seemed to be the stance they took on it. Sonic Fox came out basically saying, you don't have to forgive Mike. I don't expect anyone to. Mike is just going to have to hold this L. But he was and, like, he was like, but this is still my friend, though. And I think he's a good person, and he's contributed to Black Lives Matter. You know, pretty much throwing extra in there, like you know, even though he said this, this is not his track record. He's not, he's not a bad person. So, ooh. I think at this point, a lot of people have just gotten really zero tolerance about this. Yeah, and I don't think anyone should be blamed for that. I don't think anybody should be talk down to about that because this is a very sensitive time and that's a incredibly sensitive topic yep. i don't care who you are you had to have known that was in bad taste that was a bad joke like just 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 know his reason was like oh i'm a bad public speaker you know i'm very awkward and this blah, is just blah, bad blah. timing there's no good time no. for a joke like that you should know that not you as a white man especially you're the last person to be able to make jokes like that. I'm just being completely honest. And of course, people aren't okay with it. People wanted Skullgirls pulled from Evo. 
which I don't know if that's going to happen because yeah, let's, let's face it. I mean, money it's not as if Mr. Wiz is exactly the most sensitive when it comes to black issues. He's not the most socially conscious one of No. At all. And we'll circle back around to him in a second. Ooh. But uh, basically, Mike Z had to hold that L. Um, the purple Sharpie continues to shill for Skullgirls. Yeah. And life just seems to magically move on because Mike Z made Skullgirls. Yep. Pretty much. It's kind of upsetting because Mar- Char- uh, Purple Sharpie has been one of those people that's really vocal about, you know, racial issues in the FGC. So for her, just like sweeping under the rug is kind of like disappointing. Very. It's very disappointing. And maybe she's speaking on her own way. The time to speak out most was around that time. Yeah. Hold, if that was your friend, hold him accountable. Yeah. Especially you being a public figure in a community that's already having unrest about racial issues. Like, whether or not you want it to be public or not, you're a public figure and the optics look bad. Yeah. And for you to not care... I mean, if you don't care about that, then I guess do what you're doing. But just know how that looks. Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. So now... We're moving on to uh, the next big thing. That piece of garbage. Oh, your fave. Filth. You got this one. I'm let you. Trash. <laughs> You've been waiting for this forever. Human defecation. <laughs> pile of excrement. <laughs> that is Filipino champ. Oh, we skipped a step. We skipped. We skipped. N-word gate. Oh, we totally glazed over that. We, just, we can we can circle back. We'll we'll, we'll circle he back. Said it, he said it too, though. Oh yeah. So now we'll just You're talk right. about it. Yeah, he's been we, a part of it. Uh, <laughs> I have hated this gremlin of a man <laughs> for years, and people thought that I was irrational about it. That I was wrong to hate F Chant. That it was just like Anthony, you you just hate him for no good reason. Well, <laughs> here he comes. <laughs> With this it's this incredibly stupid picture of a watermelon talking about watermelon lives matter. Of course, he thought that was a little ha-ha funny joke. He thought that was hee-hee-ha. He thought it was great. Cha, and the cha, community cha. was here to tell him no. Yeah, pretty that much. That was dumb. Yep. <laughs> that was dumb, diddly dumb. I don't even get what's such a big deal. It's you- just a watermelon. And he put up the weakest defense you can put up at a Ooh, time it was so like bad. this. It was so bad. Which was, I'm raised around black people. I have black roommates. That, I have black roommates. I was raised around black people. He even went so far as to hop on Twitch with said black people and talk about how he was raised around black people and how he came to this watermelon and how he came to that joke and how it was good. I, It was an insensitive joke, guys. It was bad timing, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and so the community at large was not okay with it. There was hardly any defense. And Mr. Wiz, one of the most prominent people in this in this community. Yeah. Two words. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> like he was Negan or something. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> That's like something you see on like Sonic or something. Every time I see the words "not cool," I think of Negan. <laughs> not I, cool. <laughs> like I'm never gonna play Negan the same way again and not laugh. <laughs> not cool. 
I hate you. It's fine. Why did you even bring him up? Because it's it's just what came to mind. And I'm going, well, you know, we don't script these. What am I supposed to do? Just go, whatever. You get, you, I, whatever, you whatever. Point being, Mr. Wiz, <laughs> that's all he had. Not cool. Not a band. Not reprimanding. Mind you, the reason why this matters is because back with the Sarah Blast case, the first thing he says is that Sarah Blast is no longer welcome at Evo events. Yep, indefinitely. And here's an email. Indefinitely. Mind you, other other people did too, but they handled the Filipino champ things similarly. Mr. Wiz? Not cool. Yeah, I think the only other tournament that banned Filipino champ was ECT. With an East Coast uh, throwdown? Yeah, they, they banned him forever. Yeah. He hasn't been banned from everything else, but Capcom came up and said, you know, guys, we don't like this, so you're not allowed to come back ever? To Capcom Cup events, which effectively bans him from a great series of tournaments. Globally. They was like, you can't come with none of our stuff. Yeah, have fun traveling the world for reasons that's not tournaments, chump. Yikes. I mean, well-deserved, though. Now... For those who don't know, this is not his first racial offense. Oh, God, no. It's one of many. He, he kept saying he wasn't racist. He doesn't say racist stuff. I'm like, there's... But who? You can who, easily find this. N-Word Gate yep. showed that isn't quite true. Yo, N-Word Gate was not supposed to be funny, but it kind of was funny. So many tweets brought up of so many people saying the N-Word. Lots of Asian people want to throw it out there. Filipino champ. James Chen, <laughs> James Chen <dude>. Spooky, <laughs> um, PR Balrog, um, Broly Legs, Broly Legs. What? Yeah, he was on there. He was there. People found his too. Didn't know that. Yeah, Justin Wong. Uh huh. Sherry Jennings. Oh, Sherry Jennings, <laughs> the best Street Fighter player among Stop us. Stop it! Stop that! Stop that! Not we that. all look to her and not her Macaulay tech. Not that. Not that. <laughs> not that. Not that. She was a hero, Michael. Oh my god! Moving right along. Huh. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> I had to pour one out for my hero there. Oh, stop it, <laughs> my hero. Point is, a lot of people being a lot more racist than we thought. Yeah. Now, the reason why nobody blew this up is because, admittedly, a lot of these posts were... I think the oldest post was, like, 2014. No, that's stuff from, like, 2011. Well, you're right. 2011, 2012. Yeah. Like, maybe one or two recent things. I don't think it was that recent, though. So, it's, it's hard to just be like, in 2012, you said the N-word. And Banned. make it stick. <laughs> Yeah, statute of limitations like limits that time. So it's like, okay, what have they done recently? I think if it was like the last, if they did that back then and they still kept saying it even now or at least like a year ago, then I would have some validity to that. But then it's that in like a long time. It's probably it a good just chance. N-word stuff. I mean, how can we forget the classic moment when Chris G spoke so ill of black women? Oh, God. He's still upset about that. He's like, they won't let me live. Why would he keep bringing it up? I said sorry. Win a tournament and we might think about it. Yikes. Oof. Oof. Yeah, even Cuddlecore brought it up again recently because they had um, her show with Alicia, um, FGC Woke. They went in depth about the whole situation and whatnot and how 
she actually uh, went up to him herself and talked to him about it. Because he was like, this is just foul. Like, why are you telling this about black women? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh, Christopher Gonzalez. I wonder if he's ever said the N-word. I'm sure he probably has. Oh, please. I'm sure. He says the F-word all the time. Oh, so. Ugh. I feel like one of the only people who, who is pure and devoid of this foulness is like, yipes. Oh, yeah. Because Jipes is a good person. Isn't he like Afro-Latino, though? Yep. So I guess he could say it if he wanted to. Point is, good guy Yipes is the one we should all be looking towards. Because he's good guy Yipes. Now, our last portion of this is something that came up yesterday. So Polygon published an article about the FGC and the black people that are a part of it. Now, of course, everybody's happy. Yay, Polygon, a big, you know, publication decided to talk Yay. about black people. People were happy about this. The problem with it is that they didn't do any good research to ask any black women. Like, any black. Only people they interviewed were Tasty Steve, um, Majin Obama. I think they interviewed um, somebody else. I think they interviewed, um, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Let me mention Katana Prime in there. Okay, they mentioned a lot of people. They mentioned only males. Like, only. Like, there were no mentions of any females at all in this article. And that was, like, a big issue because, like, okay, there are plenty of women after you say. It's strange for Polygon because you want to talk about a, a, a SJW publication? Yeah. Polygon is the poster child for that. Yeah, and they, they just kind of, like, they flubbed that, though. That was. That was baffling to me because like i read the whole thing i'm like they only really talked to tasty steven and Majin obama like wow like i get it they're probably figures in their respective communities with the fgc but there are plenty of women plenty of black women in the fgc too like they could have asked cuddlecore i don't know why she wasn't asked anything or interview like that was weird who knows what the perspective would have been it's, i don't know i don't know what they were thinking i think it was just a huge oversight, an incredibly huge oversight by Polygon. Who would have thought of all the people? Because we all know that Polygon is known for their expert journalism and <laughs> impeccable record of things that are flawless that they have said. Ever. <laughs> I love how you said that with such impeccable like tenacity. I mean, they've never put out a bad article. I mean, I still remember the part where Dragon Crowns was bad because girls had titties and ass. What a stellar piece that was. Yeah. Or the part where they were like, Anita Sarkeesian has a point. I mean, she did, but she had a poor way of like supporting her argument. Not that was the, the polygon. Like, that was the problem I had with her. God, we're still saying her name to this day. Polygon is a publication with good ideas and bad intentions. <laughs> Not bad intentions. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> the intentions come first, though. I know. <laughs> like, so you said they up front, like, we're going this for malice. We want we want to breed malice and we want clicks. Yeah, the clicks part is important. We want rage clicks. That's Ugh. that's basically them. Not rage clicks. We want the money. 
let's get that straight. Polygon did this for the money. I mean, what was this article supposed to do? Erasing black women out of the conversation. Like, I think that didn't really do a service to the article itself. It just showed that they try to say that the FGC is male dominated only, and the only people that actually give a crap about are men, cisgender men. Which is unfair. Very unfair. It's unfair, but I kind of. It spoke so highly to how the FGC operates anyway. As you will often hear, how the FGC is so inclusive. The FGC is so tolerant. We only care about two clean buttons. If you could press buttons, we if don't care. If you can play a game, we don't care. Yeah, uh, which is the biggest lie I've ever heard. Like, yeah, we have a few bad apples, but it's okay. <sighs> you just gotta have to come in with some thick skin. <laughs> not bad apples. That's not like police officers. All right, so we've come to the end of the road of this episode, and now we get to talk uh, do our pop-offs, which is pretty much us talking about whatever it makes us angry with fighting games or the FGC or whatever. Um, we'll let you have this one first, since the last one I did, I went first. Um, mostly mine was strictly about the Polygon article, because I felt like it's so bad. Like, it was just, it was it came from a place where it seemed like the only people he knew was the people he saw on stream most of the time. Like, I see Omajan Obama on this stream. I see Texas on this stream. Like, okay, you must be the people that are really prominent. When there are so many women, black women in the FGC that contribute. How do you not interview Cuddlecore? That's like the biggest, that's the biggest, like, oof I've ever seen. Like, it just feels like when there's black issues involved, they always leave out women. All the time. And it's just it's, it's unfortunate, especially this week. Especially has been pretty tough for Black women, and I don't know. It's just it's just unfortunate. We even had that in the FGC too. So that's my pop off. I don't have a whole bunch. Wow, I just made my, my little pop off a little a little insignificant in the game. <laughs> well, you want me to go first? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. All right. Um, I mean, my pop off is, is like, you know what? kind of just really hate console exclusive fighting games oh yes oh that's gotta go that's gotta go i really hope this next gen doesn't do stuff like that like this generation was tough for fighting games in that regard yeah it was like either you had to get this console fighting games i wanted to play are on two different consoles yep and it's like you had to put one or the other and then the the fact that killer instinct had a smaller pool which meant it's a smaller community which means the lifespan is gonna be smaller Killer Instinct deserved better. It did. Oh, God. And this isn't the, you know, the first time we've talked about this. TVC deserved better. TVC deserved so much better than what it got. God, the game would have been god. Like game is great. It's still good. If it got ported to the day on the Switch, that would be such a win. It would. They'd make so much money. They just gotta want the money. Like, Tatsunoko really just has to have the 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 want for that kind of money. Yeah. That license is going to be a good, it's going to be a bitch pretty much. Yeah, but it pays for itself. It would. Especially, I don't think Tatsunoko is like a company that's like really pushing out a lot of anime right now anyway. Right? This is easy money. Yeah. It's like, hey, here you go. Take our license and use our characters. Even if they licensed it for a year, I think it would pay off. It would. Give us some online. Man, imagine that game with like rollback netcode. Beautiful. Oh, that game be even so with godlike. the Switch's garbage infrastructure, that'd be godlike. Oh, that'd be so good. 
and then you can just like play it, get your Ethernet cable, get your fight stick ready. So I hope this next generation with fighting games kind of calms that down because there's so many good fighting games out there that I think deserve a better chance. Yeah. I don't know if who who over I don't think Arsis is gonna hear that. They just gonna keep working on PS on the PlayStation and Yeah, they're gonna just they go like whatever. I mean I guess Xbox can play it too, whatever. Even though Xbox does deserve some of these games too. They do. I, I think I've outgrown this idea that these are my games and we get to have them. I, I think I've just gotten to the point I want more people to play games. Yeah. I think the more people who can, the better. So, it helps everybody. Right, it does. I mean, I understand cl- exclusive have to exist, but stuff like fighting games, multiplayer games like that, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's better if they're um, multi-system. Give them a better chance. I mean, we're already getting into the era of cross-play, and that's, that's We're slowly amazing. getting there. We're slowly getting there. Like, so now, let's just get cross-platform games. We had it in the last gen. Mm-hmm. The PS, the PS3 and Xbox 360 gen. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. We did. We didn't have a whole bunch of like exclusive games for like the only like exclusive game we really have for PS3 was like the really like niche Japanese games. And let's just face it, that's because nobody plays Xbox in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> like Aquapaza. Oh, <laughs> nobody was checking for that anyway, so it's fine. That game's weird. That was a weird game. Yeah, all I did was throw books in it, but you know. I kind of still want to play it sometimes. I, I have not thought about that game until, until you said something. I thought about the Valkyrie girl I like. That was my main. She was cute. She had armor on her moves and stuff. That was weird for me. I don't play characters with armor on their moves, so it was like weird. Now you understand. I, I got it. When I play her, I'm like, oh, I'm, I can tank through exactly. things? Exactly. I can walk through this you attack? You disrespect your surroundings. Yeah. That's kind of fun. So, yeah, that's my pop-off. Come on. I want to be able to play games with people on Xbox so we can just shake hands. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. They're filthy Xbox players. Yeah, I know. <sighs> All right. So that wraps up the quarantine episode of FGCism. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for being supported. Thanks for holding out for us for these last couple of months. We haven't been able to really record. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to record more frequently. Please go to our website at www.restaurantradio.net for new content because we always post something new. Uh, follow us on our socials. You can find all that on our information on our website. And yeah, we'll see you next episode. Whole Foods Market knows that wellness doesn't look the same for everyone. For some people, it's shopping for fresh produce and organic ingredients to cook with. For others, wellness looks like stocking up on chef-prepared meals ahead of a busy week. It's supplements. It's taking some me time with a new hydrating face mask or a well-deserved bath bomb soak in the tub. Whatever wellness looks like to you, you can find it at Whole Foods Market. And that includes guidance. Ask a team member and they'll do their best to point you in the right direction. Be healthy, be happy, be whole at Whole Foods Market.